You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Inspiring women, bold vision, and powerful insights to help you use speaking to build a thriving business. This is Speaker Success Podcast, brought to you by Women Speakers Association. Now, for today's show. Welcome to another episode of Speaker Success Podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. According to my guest, consistent right action can bridge gaps much faster than hundreds of hours of busy time. Joining me on today's show is Melanie Benson. Melanie is a profit amplifier and has a gift for guiding fast-paced, mission-driven entrepreneurs to thrive in their small business. Melanie can quickly identify what derails you from your productivity and progress, ultimately freeing you to scale your inference and income without overwhelm. Now, Melanie hosts a weekly podcast, Amplify Your Success. She's an author of Rewired for Wealth and co-author of Entrepreneur.com's Startup Guide to Starting an Information Marketing Business. Now, on today's show, Melanie is going to share how to stand out and be seen as an influential industry leader, how to double, triple, or even 10x your revenues with just one simple technique. She's also going to share what the one thing is that's standing between you and the goal that you've been dreaming about for far too long. So welcome to the show, Melanie. Hey, thanks for having me. Very excited about this podcast. Yeah, me too. Me too. Look, so many ambitious entrepreneurs and mission-driven entrepreneurs really are struggling to stand out. There's so much noise out there online and even offline too. So standing out and being seen as an influential industry leader is something that we're all interested in. So what are some of the things that perhaps that we should be doing and maybe things that we used to do not so much? Great question. I find that a lot of people make it really way too complicated. And we'll just start with a not something we should not be doing. And that is trying to be everything to everyone. So even if you are working for another company and you're trying to spread a message or you're in an influential leadership position and part of your your speaking is to help train and educate others or you're working in business for yourself. Uh, One of the things we do is we try to you know, because some of us are really talented, right, Emery? Yes. Like we, we have so many different gifts. We have all these different superpowers and we have all these different ideas and we want to do them all. And actually what happens is we start spreading ourselves too thin and people don't know what we're really about. Mm-hmm. And so it really compromises our brand and people don't know what to turn to us for. So guess what? A confused mind doesn't take action. We don't do anything. Yeah. So one of the things we have to stop doing is really spreading ourselves too thin, trying to be too many different things, trying to accomplish too much all at once and really focus on the one thing. Mm-hmm. Focus. And it could be two or three if you're a little more uh, farther along in, in the evolution of your work. But if you can focus on the one thing that inspires you the most, that is calling to your ideal audience, it's it's solving a problem and lifting them up and and inspiring them to achieve something that you are passionate about, you're going to have a much greater chance of really standing out from the crowd and being seen. Mm. So that's probably one of my biggest tips right there. That can often be quite difficult, can't it? But what you've just said, something that you're passionate about and something that other people really are showing interest in, that can often be the, the element that can really demonstrate this is the thing that you need to be focusing on. 
Yeah, and I think that there's a temptation to try to create more stuff、mm. because we we hear about like diversified revenue. We hear、uh, or we see really amazing speakers who've been at this for a really long time and have developed different bodies of work. But one of the things that I think when we're really ready to elevate our influence and it's time to stand out, and I hope for you, you're really re- ready to scale your impact and、yeah. make a greater impact,、mm-hmm. is having that signature topic, that signature offering, that signature thing that people know about you. And if you really look at some of the most prestigious influencers in in the uh, uh, world of education and content marketing and you know inspiration, personal development, any industry, you'll notice they kind of have one. Core thing they're known for,、mm. and then you can kind of build underneath that. So that's a biggie. Yeah, I have another one I think that's super important, and that is to really like what I call work a plan. And so I think what happens for some people is they don't really have a plan, so they they're like a leaf and they kind of blow around, right?、Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is a great idea over here. I'm going to blow, let my leaf blow over to that side of the of、uh, you know the opportunity. Areas and then then some other idea blows you over here. I was working with a client, Emery,、uh, who just started with me about two or three months ago, and she had so many different things she was blowing around in the wind, and she didn't have a plan of how she was going to create her income goals. She didn't have a structure for how she was going to do everything. She just kind of went wherever inspiration took her that day. Now I'm a big fan of following my inspiration. I think you should too. And if you don't really have a plan for where your revenue is going to come from, it's very easy to not succeed financially and get really stretched way too thin、mm-hmm. and not be productive and effective at the thing that can propel you forward, that can really move the needle the fastest. Yeah, you know something that else that often happens, and I know that it, this has happened to me too, Melanie. By not having a plan, by not having a structure, what can often happen is people will ask you, "Oh, can you come and speak about this topic or this topic?" And so that very much is almost like the leaf too, where you're guided by what, but it may not necessarily be the thing, the thing that you're really passionate about. Nor is it an, an area where you're generating income, and that, as、uh, you know, even though we might be speaking, it's not really helping us build that impact, and certainly not income either. Right, I feel like there's a sweet spot, and and going back to this client for a minute,、yeah. like she's really creative and super passionate, and so one of the things we did is we created a what we call it a. Filtering system for ideas.、Mm. So this is a really great technique for all of us: is to look at what are the criteria for getting a yes, and what you know, what do I need to be clear about before I say yes to things. So when you don't have a plan, it's really easy to say yes to things that become a big distraction. Yes. And they take you off course. And so, if you if you're ready to rise in your impact, and you really see that it's time to bring out a, a new level of influence in your industry. You can't afford to be distracted. Okay, this is about really fine tuning who you are and what you want to be about. And this is where I think going back to your big why, like why did you start this? What is it behind this this message that's so inspiring for you that lights you up and fires you up? If we go back to that, there's always clues about what should get a yes and what maybe should get our no. But I just want to cover the converse of that. We don't want to be so structured that we miss. Beautiful opportunities that come out of nowhere.、Mm. So when you have a filtering system, you get to say this is more aligned. I'm going to pause something else because this is something I. W- it's even more magical and more powerful than I could have imagined. Yeah. And so there's that sweet spot. 
finding the the nice cross section of of what is aligned and what needs to maybe get put on hold or deleted because it's no longer aligned. Mm. Melanie, with the filter system, I mean, obviously there's some key things that are very relevant specific to, to your client and that will be specific to us. Are there some key questions in that filter system that you think, look, these are so important. Everyone needs to have at least these couple of questions within that filter system. Yes. <laughs> well, I call it a green light formula. It's kind of my little catchphrase for it because it helps us know what to green light. And actually, this these formulas came out of my corporate days back mm -hmm. when I worked for a Fortune 500 company. Before we took a project on with a client, we would put it through this filtering system to decide if it was really the right project for us. So I'm kind of borrowing a lot of those principles from something that worked for a really successful company. And one of them is, do we have time? And so well, you might think, well, I've got nothing on my plate for the next six weeks. Of course I have time. Well, you may not be considering what you are going to have to not do within those six weeks. And is this really the most important thing you want to move forward? And then just to dig a little deeper, if you have a team, which I hope you are getting helpers to help you grow your vision and your mission. Sometimes we're like, of course I have time. I have a team but you're not really thinking through what else is on your team's plate and what will they have to put aside. And that's where we start getting into a lot of expectation breakdowns because you're thinking, why aren't they getting it done faster? Well, that's because you have 17 priorities on their plate. Yeah. So time is a big one. The second one is, uh, let's go back to inspiration. I am not a believer in doing things we're not inspired by. There will be things we have to do, especially if you're an entrepreneur or you're a business leader or a manager. You will have to do things that you don't love, but there's always a way to get inspired by the things that will propel you forward. And I think you have to find your inspiration. And so if you're doing things because you should, guess what? You're not going to want to work on it. It's going to procrastinate. You're going to put it off. You're going to fall behind. You're going to somehow self-sabotage it. So you really need to do an inspiration check. And I'll, t I'll talk about something really cool you can use to measure that in a minute. But the third thing is, how long does it take to make money? Now, if you work for another company, you may have a budget you need to work in. If you are working for yourself or you're a solopreneur or you're a freelancer, you are ultimately the budget, right? Like yeah. everything you do is coming out of you and your time and your team's time. So one of the things we have to look at is how long does it take for this idea to start making money? And then how long does it take to be profitable? And is there anything that I will have to stop doing to make room for it that will affect the cash flow? So it, it that doesn't mean it's a no if it's going to take a long time. It's information that helps mm -hmm. us make better decisions. And then we get to check in with the intuition, right? So, uh, I was just on the phone with somebody. We were talking about I'm, I'm joining their lineup of speakers for an event. And he's like, my intuition is saying this and that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's a guy saying intuition. Yes. <laughs> right. Like we as women oftentimes know to trust our intuition and our male counterparts don't always. Or if we kind of drive with our male energy, maybe we squash our intuition. Mm -hmm. But that intuition, Anne-Marie, is so important to making a good decision. Because if your intuition is saying no, but all the facts are saying yes, you're still going to feel a little conflicted about it. So mm -hmm. we want to get all those parts working together and and. Uh, being aligned so that these ideas really get the best chance to become great, influential, impacting 
uh, opportunities out there in the world. Yeah, I love that. And as you're going through each of those uh, key points there, there's a couple of projects on my consideration and I'm going, yep, yep, nope, yep. So that's been really helpful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And by the way, you would want to customize that filter. When I'm de designing these with my clients, we dig a little bit deeper into the things that are personal to you, mm. right? So there may be criteria about um, other superpowers that you have or other things that are important to you that we'd want to include. So you want to round that out with what is unique to you. So, so important. So we're talking about standing out and being seen as an influential industry leader. Are there any other considerations that we need to, to look at in order to be able to achieve this? Well, I think there's uh, quite a few different pieces of the puzzle, but if we want to really keep it simple for today, I think what you need to do is you need to make sure that you are using what I call um, bold magic. So this is something I haven't been talking a lot about. It's really a new concept that we're working with. And bold magic is really understanding where your superpowers are and then not trying to drive everything with your logic mind. See, I think a lot of us, especially if you kind of grew your sea legs in a male dominated world, we tend to use logic and facts and trying to push harder and force results. And I found it about 15 or I guess about 10 years into my career as an entrepreneur, I found it to be a very uh, non-sustainable way to grow. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the idea behind Bull Magic is that when you tap into resources that you have that are not necessarily coming from logic and maybe we're tapping into uh, more of our passion and our inspiration and we're we're using more of our leadership skills rather than the doing skills what happens is we tend to be able to grow exponentially yeah so when we get to crunch down in the facts and the logic we can actually smother our best ideas we can we can uh, kind of choke the life out of something that's in this little baby form that's just starting to get the spark of possibility, but we drop all this logic on it and go, no, that won't work, or I don't know how to do it. So letting go of logic, letting go of like knowing how, I mean, of course, you're going to need to know how eventually, but in the, in the inception stages, allows things to be born that are so amazing and bold and powerful. And that's what becomes our fuel and our fire to leap over hurdles that could sometimes take people out of the game. So it's really about tapping into a very powerful and sustainable we might even say life force yeah. for who we are with our message. That is so important. That's a lesson that I personally have learned over the last kind of month. And for me, when I look at the bold magic, what you're just sharing and looking at your superpower, I know that if I don't batch things and have things you know, on certain days and everything just kind of higgledy-piggledy for, for want of a, of a, a phrase, then that saps my energy, my creativity. I just can't write. So when I leave space that I feel free and then I have more creativity that's where my superpower of, of creativity and writing and so forth comes up so recognizing that is just so crucial isn't it how do we do our best work what stifles us and what allows us to have this bold magic that you're talking about and allows our superpower to really come to life yeah absolutely and you know there's a lot of 
um, there's a lot of palpable energy in boldness. Mm. And depending on how you grew up and the culture you came from and where you're at now, like, are you around people that get you and like challenge you to be the best version of you or, or try to hold you back because they're afraid of what you could become? Like some people are actually threatened of your greatness. Mm-hmm. You know, there's one thing that often stands between us and our goals and our dreams. And that's the ability to own our bold vision. It's a part of the formula behind bold magic. And when you really like claim your bold vision, and by the way, this is where you have to like let go of the logic. Okay, you have to let go of I know how to do it. You have to let that bold vision own you and and inspire you and pull you forward. That is a catalyst for all kinds of amazing things. It kind of brings me back to this quote um, that W.H. Murray, who was an explorer, made famous, and that is, uh, you know, boldness is an energy that makes things happen on the seen and the unseen world. Now, I kind of paraphrase that's not exactly how the quote goes, mm-hmm. but it is so powerful to own the bold energy of a vision. Mm-hmm. And that's where you can get the bold energy. And then when you commit and you fully decide and you're all in, that's when things show up that you can't plan for. And that's where we can start to create an architecture of some steps to take. Mm-hmm. And it may be the steps just to get clear. It may be the steps to activate resources. It may be a, a plan of how you're going to move this out in the world. That's how you know a lot of clients end up hiring me to help them figure out like a roadmap to take the idea out of their head and and you know how are they going to get to that next level of their success. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's a big part of it. Oh, I, I could just imagine. And I think what you were talking about before is being really clear on our why. You know, why is it so important for, to us, you know, and aligned with our values and also our, what I call our stand for, which is very much the why. When when we claim and, and, you know, this bold vision and have the bold energy to really own that vision, even when people do uh, have concerns or not concerns, but they're just not our ideal clients, it doesn't matter, does it? Because you know who you're here to serve and support this is your bold vision this is your why this is your stand for and everything else just falls away your vision just amplifies I love that that that's and that's what you're saying isn't it yeah and you know what you're reminding me too is that there's a phase that happens when you claim your bold vision where all the mental gremlins tend to kick in (laughs) and the doubts and the fears and uh, those get reflected on other people around us. Maybe your spouse or your family says, what, are you crazy? You know, your best friend's like, well, you're not spending any time with me anymore. Where did you go? There will be ways that resistance comes up. And just knowing that's a part of the path of standing in greatness and really making a stand for a bold vision, it's part of it. Yes. You will have fears. You will have doubts. It's normal. The key is you don't let those become bigger than your passion for the game, mm-hmm. for the outcome, I should say. Yeah. Don't let that become the guiding force. Okay. Let your inspiration and get a coach, you know, get in a mastermind, be in a community like Women's Speakers Association, get where other people are lit up like you are so that that becomes your norm instead of, you know, what, what maybe you've been surrounded by that has felt like it's holding you back. So Melanie, let's talk about how to double, how to triple or even 10x our revenues. You've got one simple technique. We are all poised with pen in hand. What's this one Mm. simple technique? Well, this is where a little bit of that bold magic kicks in and that is let the work be bigger than just you. So sometimes in the beginning, we do have to be in that one-on-one place. So if you're a coach or you have some kind of a service that you offer, uh, or, you know, and, and again, this will apply more to people who are in business for themselves, but we can apply this to any work environment. 
let the way you you get your message out in the world be bigger than just you. So in the beginning, yes, you have to make it about you until you work out the bugs. But at a certain point, when you have more people to serve than you can do in the time you have available, we have to allow ourselves to stop being the bottleneck and find ways to leverage our offering. So that might be starting to have events. It might be starting to build a, an online community of some kind. It may be you're going to do a group a coaching model. So there's a lot of different ways to do that. But this one simple technique is called leverage. And leverage is, if you're unfamiliar with this concept, is how to do one to many. And there's a lot of different models. So the idea is you have to be willing to not make it all about you anymore. And this is a tricky one because when we're really passionate about our message and a body of work, we can sometimes let it capture our, our identity and then not let go of being the one who brings it out when it's time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And something else that you were talking about, you're talking about, about balance and, you know, knowing how and when is the right time to grow our team. If we look at this, how to leverage our business, how to put into place some business models that's going to help us to sustain and, and build a business that we can double, triple, or even 10x our revenues. For someone listening today, Melanie, who's still doing the one-to-one, -one, are mm -hmm. there some signs or triggers that that's that's going on for them in their business that you would say look now it, when you're around this time this is when you start should start to think about creating some more of these these programs group offerings those kind of things yeah and it could be time to to hire help right? oh yeah like it, it, there's all, it's all under the leverage umbrella mm -hmm, absolutely <laughs> well one surefire sign is that there is way more to do than you have time to do it in yeah and so you kind of hit this premature ceiling of results, either financially or in terms of goals. Um, a lot of my clients, uh, they realize there's a much bigger vision that they have and they're like, I'm tapped out. There's no more of me. I can't grow if it's me. Mm. So you have things that other people can do better, faster or cheaper than you if you were to hire them to help you grow, especially if you're getting into online marketing at all. Uh, or you can't deliver more of your offering because there's no more of you. And this is a, a big one for service-based business owners. At a certain point, if you're one-to-one, -one, you can't make any more money because there's no more of you. Yeah. So that's a big sign. Mm -hmm. I think another one is you feel this pang, like there's a, there's this angst of like, I'm not, I'm not achieving as much as I dreamed I would. And you've had a hard time imagining that someone else could do what you do. And so there becomes this grand opportunity to say, okay, well, what if I let that limitation, that limiting belief, that fear go, and I could train other people to do what I do, or I could teach it in a group format. And then the seed and the spark of possibility in terms of how we can leverage our time and energy starts to open up and catch on fire. And now you're going to start to see opportunities everywhere. By the way, that's what happened to me. Mm -hmm. I, I was stuck at about $1,000 to $1,500 a month as a business coach. I couldn't really see how to get any bigger. I was already working way more hours than I wanted to. And back in 2002, I think it was, I finally realized like I needed leverage. And I, and I started to hire help and I started to build more group offerings. And my income started to double and triple. And I ended up breaking six figures in nine months. It's something that everybody can do. There's always a way to leverage your time and your talent. 
and you just have to find the right formula that's aligned with you. Mm -hmm. And this is a big piece of the puzzle. You can't just follow a cookie cutter model. It doesn't work for everybody. You need to find the model that's aligned with your genius, your superpowers, your passion, and the people you want to serve. Yeah, so, so true. Thank you. So what is the one thing that's standing between us and the goal that we've been dreaming about for far too long? Yeah, well, that's going back to that bold vision. Mm. So the bold vision is, so I look at it like this. If you've ever read the book 10X, uh, the 10X Rule by Grant Cardone, you, you will understand this idea, is that when you have something that's way bigger than you, you cannot be the same person that achieved what you have right now. You have to become a more resourceful, a more powerful, and a more uh, resilient version of you. And so goals that are way bigger than us, bold visions that are way bigger than us means we have to become the person that can pull that off. And you are designed to get what you have exactly right now. So bold vision really gets us out of our own way. It causes us to have to leap or, or sometimes uh, jump out, you know, or, or sometimes we crawl out of our comfort zone, but we have to get out of the comfort zone in order to create at that level and in order to achieve at that level. And it means we're more resourceful. We ask for help more often. We learn new things. We become the most powerful version of ourselves. And it's almost like this is how human beings grow. This is how we expand. This is how we achieve things that are so much bigger than us that scare us and maybe terrify us slightly or a mm -hmm. lot is we have to have that bold vision that pulls us out. And it's worth it because that vision is aligned with your deepest, most powerful, most inspiring values. You know, and it's like it's like you can't imagine not doing it. Oh, absolutely. And I think that that really just validates the importance of, of having a coach, having someone in your corner, because as you were talking about really having a big, bold vision and sometimes scaring us, sometimes it can scare us so much that we we, we do continue to play small. So having those people in our corners, I think, uh, can certainly help keep us focused and, and on the right track. Melanie, I know that you've got an incredible resource that you'd like to share with everybody today that's really going to support them in taking some action steps towards what some of the things you've been talking about today well I have a lot of resources and one of them that I think could be super inspiring for you no matter where you're at is called my top 10 rapid cash strategies and this works for anybody at any level of designing their own business and if you work for someone else this could actually be inspiring and help you think out of the box as well as well in whatever form you're in uh, it's at rapidcashstrategies.com and what I did was I put together 10 of my proven most powerful ways to either get a quick cash infusion or that will help you bring consistent cash flow in, which is something that a lot of people struggle with. And so this is what I teach my clients. I've used them in my own business. And these are all really awesome ideas to get you unstuck in your cash flow and get money flowing back into the business so it can fuel your vision and your, your goals. Yeah, I love that. And of course, to, the link to get access to that, Melanie, is rapidcashstrategies.com. That's right. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, listening in. And I, I'm just so excited about the podcast. Me too. You've been listening to Speaker Success Podcast, brought to you by Women Speakers Association. If you're ready to share your message in a bigger way so you can build a thriving business, get your free Speaker Success Plan at SpeakerSuccessGift.com.